Runner at first, two down here in the ninth inning, 4-1 to one Houston. There goes the runner as Castellanos pops it up down the right field line. Tucker into foul territory. He's got it. And that'll do it. The Houston Astros have won the World Series as they take game six by a score of 4-1. to one. And they celebrate their second title in the last six seasons. And this time, they do it at home. And the party is on here in Houston. Hello, welcome to Jays from Home. My name is Matt, and welcome back to my co-host, Steve. Yes, hello. Uh, That is me. That is you. Um, we are brothers. Uh, I think we mentioned that every episode. So if you're new to this show, then now you know. If you're not new to this show, you still know. And it's still we, we are still brothers. That has not uh, that status has not changed. Uh, yeah, that would be odd for it to change. Um, we uh, we are currently still on Twitter at James from Home. Um, whether I, I, I say that, thinking more of. Uh, um, if, uh, you know, Twitter still exists in, in, uh, a few months time, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? We're not verified just so you know, we're not, I'm not going to uh, pay $8 for said verification either. So no, yeah. me neither. Yeah. Um, now, uh, before, before we, we, oh, the, the, I can't talk at all today, but who cares? Whatever. Um, before we get started, um, let's wish uh, Alejandro Kirk a happy birthday. It's his birthday today, I learned on Twitter. Speaking of oh, Twitter. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, that's what Twitter's uh, good for, is, is, is telling you baseball players' birthdays. <laughs> well, uh, I guess uh, I guess we, this probably happened uh, <clears throat> last year, too, but maybe not on the same day we're recording. Uh, uh, his birthday his happens birthday every year, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> it did his, yeah, I can, confirm, I can confirm that his birthday did happen last year. Just, right, and and the year right. before too. Um, twenty. This is his twenty fourth birthday, so it has it has happened twenty four times uh, on a yearly occurrence. Um. Well, technically speaking, uh, his celebration of his birthday would have happened twenty three times. No, no. But his birthday. I'm not saying he's celebrating. Who knows what he's doing to, if, as far as celebration goes? But his right. birthday has happened twenty four times. Uh, all right. Um. Okay. Well. Uh. This. Uh. We're, we're we've got good timing this week. Um. In terms of the World Series actually being over when we record, it's yeah, normally there's game seven tonight. Normally we have like a game that we need to talk about on Sunday that hasn't happened yet, and then we really release this on Monday, and it it, uh, it uh, gets a little confusing for people. But the World Series ended last night. Um, I'll I'll start from the from from the beginning of the week though. On Tuesday, uh, we saw the Phillies actually uh, win seven nothing against the Astros uh, in Game Three. Uh, and that gave them the two to one lead. Uh, game four, though, uh, was a pretty interesting game. Uh, the Astros no hit the Phillies, uh, five to nothing. It was Chris, Christian Javier and the Astros bullpen that uh, left the Phillies hitless. Um, Thursday, game five, Astros won uh, three to two. Now, did you watch uh, any of uh, game five? Um, no, I, I like I caught bits and pieces. Most of the the series, I just watched the highlights because uh, I didn't, uh, you know, the, the games. 
what the broadcast started at seven, but the games probably are like where like eight o'clock starts. Yeah, right? games games started at eight. Um, no, I'm just wondering because the Phillies broke out their powder blues on on uh, Thursday, and I'm wondering if you had a chance to 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 get, lay your eyes on those. I did see see some of those uniforms. Yes. Yeah, I, I thought that they looked more. Maybe it was because it was in in contrast to the maroon, but it looked more like uh, lilac or or mauve to me than than powder blue. Uh, they look like they're pretty blue to me. Maybe you have a little uh, color blindness going on. Maybe, maybe. Um, and then on Saturday, which was last night, uh, Game Six, the Astros won the World Series. Uh, by beating the Phillies four to one, um, so uh, Jeremy Pena was was named the World Series uh, Willie Mays uh, Award MVP. Um, Dusty Baker uh, he won uh, he finally won his first World Series as a manager, um, and they were saying I guess at seventy three years old he's the oldest manager to win the World Series. And just just from a a, a watchability factor. This was a pretty. I think this was the, this was the fastest game of the of the entire World Series. It was th- a little over three hours. Um, I timed it out perfectly. I was PVRing it, and by the time I I caught up to the game, it was the the top of the ninth, and the and the and everything was was, was live. I see. Well, um, I uh, I only I only saw. I only checked in once. I think when it was it was one nothing Philadelphia, and then uh, and then that was about it. And I saw that, the, the score after. Um, that was Schwarber's home run. Now, I have an interesting fact about Dusty Baker. Um, his managerial debut was uh, April 6, 1993 against the Cardinals. And the leadoff hitter for St. Louis was Geronimo Pena, which is uh, World Series MVP uh, Jeremy Pena's father. So oh, that's I see. Interesting. That's interesting. interesting. Uh, I think for some reason uh, my notes here have blocked that. Uh, I, I just it's just highlighting the link that you put in there, but I can't see anything underneath it for some reason. Anyway, um, I, I thought it was interesting to note that uh, the Astros won this series scoring no more than five runs in each game. Yeah, yeah, because it's you know, we see a lot of offense, but we also see a lot of a lot of uh, shutdown pitching uh, lately, uh, especially in, into the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, they, they 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 knew exactly how many runs they needed to win a game. <laughs> yes, uh, at, at least. At least uh, three, I guess, is the is the lowest they scored, right? <laughs> to win uh, yeah, a game. Um, I, I believe so. Yeah, on uh, on uh, Thursday night. Yeah, I saw a note somewhere. Um, you know, just a, a general thought about the World Series, where they were saying like uh, they said something about you can't can't win a game without scoring runs, and I thought that's, that's true. A good well, yes, but that's a good thing to highlight uh, for the people complaining about the the Blue Jays pitching, um, and you know. Especially in in the the first game in our in the wild card series where the Blue Jays couldn't score anything. Uh, well, they faced you know. a really good pitcher. Well, yes, but the point being is that uh, people like to point fingers at at the pitching as being the problem, but uh, you need your offense to to score some runs, which they did in. Uh, I, I guess in the second game, the Blue Jays had both problems or, or solved well, they, one they, problem. They, and, they, they they scored their runs in the first half, and then in the second half, they they uh, let some runs in. Uh, I'm not sure if you if if if, if uh, you watched if, if you heard about that game, but uh, yeah, it was not good. Um, okay, so. Um, yeah, let's get to our home runs and stuff. What's what's your what's your what do you want to start with? Well, I just said more Blue Jays awards. Um, That's I your think, home run. 
That's yeah, that happened this week, right? The Vladdy winning the gold glove. Yeah, yeah Vladdy won the gold glove. We didn't talk about that last week. That didn't no, happen. no, no. It, he he was nominated last week, but uh, he the, it was announced I think maybe on Monday that he won. Yeah. So uh, um, that that's pretty good. It's nice to see more recognition. I mean, it, I don't think Vlad was ever going to be in the running for MVP this year. So no, uh, no. Good that he won gold glove. It also good sign that he's improved a lot defensively yeah and um that if steve tweeted this uh after the uh, it was announced that he won it's interesting like i think he owes a lot of his his um gold glove to to uh matt chapman's really good uh, defense at third base because uh you know his his oh, throws yeah. have all been accurate and all that stuff but that's not to take away from 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 vladdy's uh defensive efforts at all because he's kind of developed a um a sort of a signature catch the over the shoulder foul ball uh or, or just right down the, the first baseline catch that's that that's sort of been his his thing yeah that's true and and also this year there was also um you know he had uh, a set play going on with whoever was uh, catching where they would uh, throw behind the runner at first to try and get the out there. Um, I think it was usually only for left-handed batters. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and also uh, I, I didn't see it as often. I think it was more last year, but he, he, we saw him uh, doing the, the splits to go and, and dig balls out of the, out of the dirt. And yeah, he, he played, he played obviously a very good first base defensively. So that's, that's great. Yeah, And I, I think he had more breaks from, field play this year than last year yeah he so dh a lot helped. um yeah and that's 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 hard because sometimes you know dh is a matter of of injuries to other players and and, and sometimes you can't always get his feet off the off the field if you want to if someone else needs the at bats but can't can't feel the ball <coughs> george springer but uh <laughs> but you know it, that, that's good that he he you know got a little bit of rest and it and it it, it showed in his defensive game and he's been working at it it's not something that uh has come naturally to him and he's, he's he's played really well uh so what's your home run my home run um speaking of vladdy uh my home run is vladdy will never be a yankee he is he's, he's <laughs> gone on the record saying that he will never play for the new york yankees so that's that's one team off the off the list now he might play for say 29 other teams potentially uh once he when he's if, if he uh, reaches, 28 of it well yeah no 29 other teams that there's includes. 29 other options out there if, if he reaches free um, agency the the fun thing so i saw that quote and uh, the the slightly scary thing that he started it off with was he likes playing in new york oh yeah to start the, the quote but then well, yeah, maybe, maybe he'll play for the mets <laughs> yeah, never never a yankee so yeah that's good yeah what what what, what do you have what do you have next on your list here uh, well, I didn't have a no decision at all because uh, you know I I don't uh, I don't pay as much attention to baseball as you do when it's when the Blue Jays aren't involved. So uh, my strikeout though is that I'm still seeing a lot of people uh, that hate the Astros uh, because of their 2017 scandal. Um, I think I don't know I I think it was warranted for like you know the year or two after, but this is a different team that won the World Series this year. And I think they were a pretty well-rounded team. I think, uh, like you were talking with uh, Brett uh, Chancy. Yeah, you were talking with him last week about uh, you know the team that's been put together, and that like he made a good point that I agree with. Like even if they didn't win the World Series, they'd probably be back in next year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, they're built well. Yeah, I, and I I think that it's it's just uh, to hate the team for uh, that snapshot of a year it's i mean some of the players are still there for sure 
but oh, but only a handful though, and and then yeah. Guriel might be going out the door two for them uh, in this offseason. But yeah, it's Altuve who, um, I guess the, the the word is that he never really actually wanted to 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 get the, take part in the cheating. Well, the, um, the point being, though, is that yeah. they're good players. I mean, even if you know what pitch is coming, you still need to be able to hit the ball. Um, I mean, I, I I bet, I would I would guess that if you, if Bradley Zimmer was part of that team, he would still have a below 200 average. Yeah, he's gonna need he's gonna need to know uh, exactly where the where the ball is going, and then even then he might still miss it. Um, now here here's something that I was thinking about yesterday during the game. It's got kind of I'm kind of throwing this on you a little bit, but it's a, it's a bit of an ethical question. Now this playoffs and this year we've seen a lot of um, players pitchers using the pitchcom device. That's become pretty popular. And I and the whole reason behind the pitchcom is that it it helps uh, against stealing signals. Now, is it ethical though, if you're not allowed to use a device to cheat, should you be allowed to use a device to prevent cheating? That's that's the question. What what, what do you think? Well, yeah, isn't it the same thing as uh, having like complicated signs uh, for the catcher when they have a runner at second base? Well, they're not, they're not using the, the, the they're not using a device. They're using their 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 body. They're yeah, but the but they are using something to to prevent cheating. So I, I no no. My, my point is that they're using a device when a, when, a, when a device on the other end of the spectrum is is disallowed when you're trying to cheat. No, I, I think it's fine. Um, the the only what I would say is that um, I think. I would say it's it's uh, maybe not not ethical, but I think a good wrinkle to put into the pitchcom setup would be like I noticed that sometimes pitchers would switch from using signs to using pitchcom yep. during an inning. So I think that uh, pitchers should declare, well, not declare, but like if they start off using hand signals, then they can't switch to pitchcom and vice versa. So they have to use one or the other. They can switch during the game, but it has to be the same throughout the inning. Well, That's we'll have to we'll have to revisit that when uh, we talk about the the new rules in the in the off season because that's that's going to be a, a big topic of discussion. Um, so I guess speaking of the off season, um, I'll go to my no decision. And um, I saw a tweet this morning saying that right now, out now that the World Series is over, we're entering into the quiet period. But I'll put that in in in, in quotes because you know we're probably going to hear a lot of rumors coming out of this quiet period so so it, it, that that's why it's my no, my my no decision we'll, we'll hear lots of um free news about free agents meeting with with teams or whatever but they're not allowed to sign and we'll hear you know they're allowed to make trades so i might hear lots of trade rumors and such so we're, we'll we'll we're gonna hear a lot of noise coming out of this quiet period i see i see uh, i i agree i think that uh we'll probably hear hear lots of stuff about uh a lot of rumors about the blue jays and i think that'll be kind of frustrating at times um one note i i just I just remembered about the Astros winning the World Series just to to finish that off is that I saw some comments online as well that it's a good thing that the favorite, the heavy favorite team, like the 100 plus win team won the World Series because it goes back to what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, how it makes it less random that, uh, you know, a weaker team can get into the playoffs and, and run the table like the Braves or if the Phillies had won. So like it, it kind of. You, like like we said, it what was it one in however many games seventy five, yeah. So like it it does help. Like I so it means you know you should still build a strong team. You shouldn't uh, try to race to the minimum. 
Yeah, and I guess I guess when we're when we're seeing um, matchups like these and, and and teams like the Blue Jays who we follow aren't in it, it's always interest. It's always good just to have an interesting just story to follow and and just have an interesting series to follow. So I'm glad that it it wasn't just a sweep. Um, and it was, it ended up being, you know, the, the Phillies made it interesting and, the, and, and they made it, they made it lots of fun too. So that was, it was a fun world series to watch. Um, but now we're leading into my strikeout and baseball season is over. I, uh, that's, that's my strikeout that we have no more baseball to watch until 2023, at least major league baseball. I mean, I might be able to squeeze some, some, uh, some Australian baseball league or some, some Dominican just play Winter some uh, some MLB. Uh, what do you have the latest one? MLB yeah. twenty two. Yeah. So so, but baseball season is over. So now I'll have to find something else to do with my with my evenings. Well, I'm I'm sure there's there's lots of uh, lots of things. There's uh, you know there's also other sports such as hockey. Um, now I again I see I still have this to to fix my notifications. I missed the weekly poll again this week. Oh, okay. on at Jays from home on Twitter. Well, the the weekly poll was um, uh, now that the Astros and Phillies are tied two to two because I tweeted this out I think on Thursday actually. Who was the favorite to win the World Series? And the, in this case, the majority were correct. The majority chose the Astros. Uh, some people, fifty seven percent chose the Astros. Twenty nine percent chose the Phillies, and and fourteen percent thought. Uh, that it was it was an even uh, chance, but yeah, I think that, I think uh, you should have had uh, a one or the other. I, I don't think even. Uh, well, the the series was even. Well, yeah, but I I think you should have forced people to choose one or the other. I see. What would you have chosen uh, when it was tied two to two? Is that is that possible to go back into your mind and 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 unbiased mind and and and? Remember? No, I I don't I don't remember what. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, what the uh, the scores were like because I probably would have looked at that. Um, uh, well, they were pretty lopsided early on in the series yeah. because like it was like either like five nothing one way or seven nothing the other way. It was it was it was it, it was a pretty wild start to the series. So it was hard to really it was hard to gauge where it was going to go necessarily. I think after game four though, you could start to see the 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 momentum as far as the strength and pitching kind of turn toward in in, in the Astros' favor. I would say. Well. Uh, I yeah, I don't think I could uh, make a call right now retrospectively, so I would have had to had to vote if I had seen the poll. Yeah, and I think my answer was the Astros. And as, as always, I, I I am correct. <laughs> uh, it, it's easy to be correct when it when it's correct in in hindsight. Uh, so what other? I, I think that's uh, that's it for 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 our home runs and stuff. But we have some Jays notes. Um, the the Blue Jays are hiring. Did you hear about this? Uh, you may have sent me something. Um, are they they hiring some? Uh, are they looking for coaches? Uh, Entry level they... opportunities. It says according to Fangraphs, they are hiring. Um, let's see here. Cross. Let me just see. Okay, player development technology um, is one of the one of the jobs here. Uh, player development coaching. So that's like you know Florida, and and it's, I'm I'm not qualified for any of these, by the way. Um, operations. They're they're hiring scouting, baseball operations, and player development, and event scouting, research and development, baseball systems development, biomechanics, sports science. Um, yeah. So uh, if you want to apply, uh, <laughs> go go. Uh, you know, contact the Blue Jays, send your resume. But they are they are hiring. But I guess probably teams do this every. Van Grass was like posting all these like links for for baseball teams hiring. So so I, I think. Every 
fall. There's lots of openings uh, in in the in the lower ranks of the of the front offices and such for the for the team. So I just thought that was that was interesting to see that see. Uh, all those jobs that they they have. And I think like even ten or fifteen years ago, like at least half of these jobs didn't didn't exist even. More more than likely, especially like biotechnology or something. I don't, I don't know whatever that one was. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that that's not uh, that's not cyborgs as far as I understand. Well, it could be robot umps. I don't know. Uh, so the next one is, uh, is um, you know, something I haven't seen. I think I heard it peripherally. Well, this is something uh, I'm going to have to start to kind of look for now that the season is over um, for some for some uh, some some MLB links on this. But, yeah, go ahead. Well, uh, you have uh, Nate Pearson shutting out Winter League opponents. Uh, yeah, I'd heard a little bit about this. And I don't know how many innings he's actually pitched, but... Um, I, I I know that he's pitched multiple innings, so that's uh, that's a good sign that he's not getting injured right away. Yeah, no. If, um, at the time of this tweet, it was again from Dallas Steve. Uh, he had a zero point zero ERA through six innings, throwing six strikeouts, one walk, one hit. So that's good. And so if you do want to check him out, um, uh, all these games are streamed on MLB uh, TV, um, and he plays for the Tigre del Licey. So that's that's his team to that's the team to follow uh, if you're a Jays fan to to kind of check him out. I guess um, he he comes in later in in, in the game because he's still relieving. But uh, yeah, well that's good. Um, that's good to see that he's not injured uh, as after like so one far. Pitch. So far, so far. Now that, I think that was an early in the week tweet. So I don't know I don't know how uh, how how it's going later in the week for him. But I, I haven't heard anything negative. So well, I haven't heard anything either because my my Twitter feed is dominated by either people leaving Twitter or uh, impersonating or World Musk. Series stuff. So <laughs> um, okay, so what else? Uh, we got stuff around. Yeah, well, league. we were talking yeah. about gold gold gloves. Um, the rest of the awards were announced. Um, I thought it was interesting that Matt Chapman didn't win the, the, at third base because uh, he it's, it's usually pretty much a lock. But he, um, I guess, um, the Cleveland Guardians kind of had a lot of guys on this list that won. Miles Straw, Stephen Kwan, Shane Bieber won as a pitcher. Um, Andre Jimenez won at second base. Um, and and at third base, Ramon Urias from the Baltimore Orioles beat out Matt Chapman. So that. That was unfortunate. Yeah, I don't really for him. Yeah, I, I, I don't pay enough attention to the other players to know whether they're they're as good or better. So, yeah, I'll, I'll and, say good job. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the, and, on the NL side, we had, uh, you know, some people that we like J- JT Real, Real Muto, Muto for the uh, Phillies, uh, one at catcher. So we saw lots of him in this World Series. Um, yeah, uh, Mookie Betts won for the Dodgers. Yeah, so it's good. And this year was the first year they had the Utility Award as well. So uh, Brendan Donovan won for the Cardinals for the Utility Player, and DJ LeMahieu won for the Yankees. I, I was going to guess, did did Zimmer win? No, he he would have. Well, he he would have been. I, I guess yeah, Utility for the Blue Jays would have been what Biggio if uh, if he had been nominated at all. Uh, well, Whit Merrifield, I think. Was he nominated as utility for the Blue Jays slash Kansas City oh, Royals? Maybe. Yeah, because he he could play second base as well. Yeah, he did. Um, so uh, what what else we got? White Sox related news, right? Yeah, they they hired uh, Pedro Grifol as their manager, uh, so that's interesting. Also, even more interesting from a Blue Jays standpoint is that uh, he named Charlie Montoyo as his uh, or not he did, but the White Sox hired Charlie Montoyo as uh, his bench coach. So it's nice to see him back. Uh, behind uh, the in the dugout uh, for a team. 
Yeah, I kind of figured he probably wouldn't be uh, hired as a manager anytime soon, but he probably wouldn't be too far, too too long without getting another job. Yeah, no, he's because he, he was a bench coach for the uh, Rays before uh, moving on to the Blue Jays. So he definitely has a lot of coaching experience. So he's definitely someone you want to have on your on your side. Yeah. And um, uh, another hire on the list here, another name that I've never heard of before. Uh, mm-hmm. if, uh, the Royals make a hire. Matt Quattraro. <laughs> I don't even know how to say that. I think he was a he he was also a bench coach uh, for the uh, for for the Rays. Oh no, yeah, he yeah, he was the he, he he was the Rays bench coach and worked in the Cleveland system as well. I, so I see. So probably given the the Royals roster, it's like and basically. Uh, an in-between slash development manager like what uh, Charlie Montoyo sort of was for the Blue Jays. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly what they're going for, but yeah, he's definitely, his job is going to be to help grow the youth of that team and and turn them into a winning franchise. Right. Uh, Any, anything else uh, other than, so I mean, World Series has really dominated uh, the, the baseball news. So I don't think there's much else to go over, is there? Yeah, no, it's been pretty uh, quiet week other than the awards talk and the, and, the, and that World Series thing that happened. Um, yeah, um, as far as like looking ahead for next year, like uh, like I said, that we the it's the quiet period, but there is the GM meetings, I guess, uh, that will be happening soon. So there'll be lots of news coming out of that. Um, so it'll be interesting to hear if there's any uh, what what the Blue Jays might try to or who they might try to acquire as far as players in the offseason. And it'll be interesting to see if any uh, trades immediately happen. Uh, but yeah, it's just a lot, lots of, lots of talk, very little baseball is what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Blue Jays look ahead. They are playing next in spring training. Yep. Um, and now, now lots of people <laughs> have started their, their countdown to spring training now that the world series is over. And I think we're at something like 99 days or something from Sunday. Oh, well that's, uh, that's, that's not oh, until, uh, until pitchers far. and catchers report. I don't know if it's right. uh, games actually start. Um, okay, well then, should we uh, should we check in with the the sends from home? Yeah, let's cue the horns. Um, so the biggest news out of this week um, that really overshadowed the team play is that the senators were officially put up for sale, uh, and uh, and that's that's been the talk of the town pretty much it's dominated yep. all the, all the sends related news are you going to put in an offer um no uh, i don't think they'll accept a dollar that's you never it's not know. like price of right or price is right bidding here that's not how that works no no uh, yeah so so lots of lots of uh uh interest i guess uh the, the, in the in that news um i guess the big news is that uh, ryan reynolds wants to buy the team i thought that was he's, is he from ottawa because i think he's a vancouver no, guy he's he? he's not from ottawa but he spent some time in ottawa and from what i understand he dated alanis morissette for a little bit um so he oh. has ottawa connections and I, I i don't think that's new news um of course i told you before if he would be pretty much like the face of the franchise or of the ownership group and ha- only have a portion of it because he does not have the money to buy the hockey team outright. I wouldn't um, think so. He's worth, he has, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars maybe, but the franchise is at least 
uh, a few like I think eight billion was the was the valuation mm, or something. No, I think it was more like six hundred million. No, it, it, well, it's in eight the billion, billion is eight eight billion is like the Yankees. Um. Anyway, he, the either way, he wouldn't be able to buy it outright. He would be he would just have a a piece in the ownership. Um. He'd be the Derek Jeter of of the ownership team. There's there's lots of other rumors like there's um the group involved with uh um the Ottawa Sports and Entertainment Group, which is uh oh, Oseg. Yeah. Um maybe not Oseg itself, but like some of the some of the players in there. I think uh what's his name? Something Greenberg or whatever. Um there's the Cirque du Soleil group that's been rumored. There's been oh, a lot yeah. of different names uh thrown about. Um I think fan hopes would be like Alfredson involved in some way. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, but I think well, I he think would... that he he'd be back with the franchise. Uh, yeah, yeah. He well, he he said that he would be really he would look forward to being back with uh, involved with the franchise. So I think that's going to happen, but I don't think he's going to be part of an ownership group. Um, I I noticed you put a note in here is that uh, the a condition of sales that the team stays in Ottawa. That's yeah. pretty much just for like the casual fans who don't really know how. Uh, ownership changes work in the in the nhl well if they're not going to uh, move phoenix they're not going to move Ottawa. well yeah um that's that's the thing is that uh like that's pretty much they're putting that in there to so like residents who aren't uh big fans are not uh they don't get worried that the team is going to move um the way that works in the nhl is that um the the ownership group that is selling the team have to exhaust all possible options of the team staying in ottawa before selling it to someone who would move it so and and that's partly because the the league gets a lot more money with expansion fees so they would rather a new team completely go to a new city rather than uh, moving a team that's the last resort option and like you said arizona is playing out of a college arena I mean, they were on a super long road trip to start the season because the college had to get was it ready. using the arena, and they yeah, had to get okay. it ready. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so there's, you know, that like I said, that's that uh, condition of sale is not really like exactly like a a real condition. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, like th- that makes that makes sense, and yeah, th- they've the, Ottawa has close to i guess 30 years here uh history in the in the in the, it is in 30 the city. years yeah 30 years yeah the 30th so season. yeah so uh, it's they they got they got some some history here and, and people don't want them want to see them leave unless unless uh unless they they, they, they and i don't know i i think that people that they'll stay and we don't need to worry but how did they how did they perform this week how did uh, they how not, did they actually play great. on the ice they uh they lost for the fifth time in a row last night two to one against philadelphia um, and then the game before that, they, they lost also four to three against Vegas, but they, those, I think those two games were a huge improvement over the games in, uh, in Florida where they lost by, uh, quite a bit against both Tampa Bay and Florida. Well, they're both think, hockey powerhouses. In, well, ironically I, in Florida, I think that, uh, that they were, uh, in the first period in Florida, they were outshot something like thirty to five, and something similar in Tampa Bay. Like they they had they allowed I think eighty four shots against against those two teams combined. Um, hmm. And normally there's like thirty shots in a game, like throughout all three periods. 
And so um, they had some really bad defensive outings in those two games. So they they uh, they improved a lot. Like I think they should have won the game against Vegas in Ottawa, but uh, they just came up a little bit short. They did play better, um, but um, as a result, um, that's the other big story this week. Other than the sales that uh, DJ Smith. I mean, a lot of people want him gone. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, I I think I'm in in that boat that he's he needs to be replaced. Um, and I said in the notes, he should be on the hot seat if he isn't already. And by that, I mean, he should be like Dorian should be, uh, you know, with his finger on the button, uh, uh, so to speak, to to fire DJ Smith. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what's going on with that. And that's that's the, some of the other considerations is uh, with the team for sale. Like, is there actually anything that's going to happen in the next few weeks? Yeah, I guess. Firing so, trades. Are they going to sell? Are they going to sell? They're not going to sell the team in the next few weeks. Um, I think it's more of a year-long process, would be my guess. But yeah, like when 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 you're going about selling a team, you don't want to have any instability uh, or or an excess money on 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 the on yeah. the payroll. So the the other side of it though is is it's hard to say like who do you put in place for if you fire DJ Smith? Like there's there's, there's not <laughs> a lot of uh, coaches available that you would that could step in mm-hmm. it seems more like in the notes that i've seen from other other uh fans uh talking about it 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 feels more like that's a move that should be done in the off season when you can see you have more options as far as who is available or not well um, but don't they want to make the playoffs this year when when they make more money uh further like- they they would and i but it's still there's the goal this year, I think, for the team was to just be competitive, and and uh, so not being out of the playoffs by November was uh, was the first uh, uh, first step to that. And I think I saw a stat in that uh, since the pandemic, the Senators are like one twelve and two or something in November. Oh, okay. Uh, so, um, but uh, it's not really a guarantee that the Senators would make the playoffs this year. Because their division is really, really strong, um, and even like teams like Boston are performing a lot better than than uh, they they were expected to be. And like, yeah, not only Ottawa isn't the only team that's improved. Like Detroit and Buffalo have both made improvements in their teams. So it's it's uh, it's a bit of a, a struggle in uh, the the Atlantic Division. So even if they didn't make the playoffs, being you know maybe one one or two games out missing it would be still a success compared to the last two seasons but uh i i think if they if they look at it objectively and they don't improve and they don't if they don't fire dj smith um and they they think that uh you know playoffs are definitely not in the picture they might just keep him on and ride out the rest of the season and try to get a Maybe not tank, but they would. There's a the, apparently the draft is pretty deep this year, so maybe they might get a a good player out of it. Uh, but hopefully that's not the case because fans definitely don't want to see uh, bad hockey. So they, so they have more think, talent than uh, than what is showing. So you're saying that uh, the season is over now that the World Series ended. The season is over too for the for the for the Ottawa Senators. Well, not yet. Uh, <laughs> there's there's still some time. They, they got to turn things around, but uh, yeah. 
a five-game losing streak is is not the way to do it. No, no, that's not how to turn around. Um, okay, well, uh, that's pretty much it about the sports stuff. So let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we will talk about some non-sports things, and that will hopefully uh, improve the way that I am speaking because I cannot speak very well today. So let's take a break. Now I see that uh, you're you're sipping from a some sort of bottle. I'm it's ha- a water bottle. It's a water bottle. That's okay, usually what they're called. It's 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 shaded. It's hard. It's hard. It's it's hard to uh, see what's actually in it. It could be red liquid. It could be clearly liquid. It's hard hard to hard to say. Anyways, it's um, did, did you have how was your trick or treating situation on on Monday? Did you have a lot of trick or treaters at your house? No, we had none. We turn our lights off and uh, don't hand out any candy. Um, uh, our our dog is uh, oh, would yeah. bark at everything, and it's it's not worth the worth the hassle. I see. You know, we we went through that years ago too. Um, yeah, no, we we had lots of trick or treaters on our street, and I have done. Um, I don't know if you have an opinion on this, but I, I've done ex- extensive research this week, and my my winning um, candy for for Halloween this year is the O Henry chocolate bar. I don't know what what, what your thoughts on that are. Um, oh, Henry is pretty good. As far as the the Halloween size candy, that's that's probably the best because it used to be, I would have said Reese's uh, peanut butter cups, but they used to be a lot bigger than what you get now. So uh, oh. I think they they would have fallen out of the running. Well, no, I, I we had some some Reese's peanut butter cups uh, mixed in there too, but uh, I don't know. I think that the texture, the texture uh, of of the uh, Oh Henry bar. Still, still wins out over the uh, the Reese peanut butter cup because it's it's got no texture to it. You don't know if you're chewing into it or not. Uh, I I think you can figure it out pretty quickly. But uh, the the Reese peanut butter cup also back in the in the day was a lot. I, I felt like it was more rare than uh, than other chocolates. I so see. I that, see. Not that, not not, not uncommon. It's not rare anymore. Just, so it's less, it's less easy common. To come by. Yeah, no, you, you definitely see that a lot. But, you know, you don't see peanut uh, candies very much these days with all the peanut allergies. But uh, we're, we're, we're safe from that in this house. So so it's, it's I you know, just to be sure, though, I, I have to te- test all the candy. So that's just uh, <laughs> my job, you know. Usually they're labeled when they uh, yes, may they... contain peanuts. So, um, all right, well, uh, what is uh, what is your strikeout for the week? Oh my! Well, my strikeout has to do with um, reading. It's the the point of no return. It's like when you're reading a book and you realize, I'm not sure that I really want to keep reading this, but you're 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 more than halfway through, so you kind of have to finish it. So I was reading a short a short biography, uh, the the Ralph Macchio book I was telling you about, and I, I'd gotten about like maybe two thirds of the way through. I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to keep reading this, but I've gotten this far, so I might as well finish it. So that's that's my strikeout is just having to I, finish something. You don't I wanna... used to uh, I used to fall into that trap, but uh, I've decided my time isn't worth it. If I if if it's something I'm not enjoying, then I just uh, I, I give up on it and I, I feel fine about it. Well, for this one, I think it was more I wanted to know the backstories behind some of the stuff. But the way it was written wasn't uh, I, I, I didn't like the how how it was how it read, if, if that makes sense. I see. Yeah. Uh, well, my strikeout is uh, is going into the office uh, when I don't feel like it. Uh, that that happened this week. Uh, so I ha- in in my position at work, I have to be in the office uh, on average three days a week. Uh, other employees only need to be in once a week 
or they're told up to three days a week. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's a couple times where I I really would have preferred working from home, but uh, there's, there's a few different reasons why I had to be in the office last week. So uh, I went in and and I just, uh, I, I I didn't really feel like going in, but I, but I had to go. So uh, it's a, it's a strikeout. Yeah, not having to do something and, you don't want, or having to do something you don't want to do. Yeah, and and a bonus strikeout before we continue is just uh, uh, not writing things down. Uh, uh, I should I put an, you did write this strikeout yeah. down. Um, I I had another strikeout, uh, and I think it was a, a a good one. It was better. I, I just remember thinking that it was a better one, but I don't remember what it was, and I didn't write it down so that's why i forgot and uh that's that's what happens with me a lot is if i don't write something down i, I tend to forget it and uh, and so uh that's uh that's a strikeout on on my part for not writing down a uh, a good idea well there you go um okay well my i'm gonna go to my no decision for the week my no decision is is kale um kale is 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 a, is a yummy vegetable when prepared properly it's healthy it's good for you but it's just really annoying to have to like cut apart and it 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 you get little like itty bits of of kale crumbs that fall all over the place and you can only get like large bunches of kale when you buy it at the grocery store so that's why it's my own decision it's just a very annoying vegetable to have to deal with but you know and it it's 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 a good vegetable it's tasty it's healthy but it's just really a hassle to deal with it's like going into the office when you don't want to well, I, I guess that's that's where uh, you can get the benefits of of kale by having somebody else prepare the meal for you I'm, at the grocery uh, store. Yeah, um, I don't. <laughs> my no decision. I, I I'm sure we've covered this many times, but uh, it's the 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 clean kitchen dilemma where uh, you know it's it's nice when you when you clean up the kitchen and you have a a nice clean space to prepare food. Uh, and it, it's one of the few places in the house where you where you clean it up in order to make a mess again. Uh, whereas most places in the house where you clean, the, the goal is to clean it and then you don't have to clean it until like a, a, a week or two later or a month, depending on what it is. Whereas uh, you clean the kitchen and immediately you make a mess and it's uh, it, it's a constant cycle. But but the positive on it is that when it's clean, it's uh, very inviting for for preparing food. I guess that's why I call it, they call it the mess hall in uh, in, in uh, the army. I, I guess so. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that is it is very annoying to have to clean up messy kitchens. Uh, and yeah, it's it, it's it's not fun. Um, okay. Well, we're we're I think we're breezing through today's episode. Um, my home run for the week. Uh, we're talking about Halloween candy. Is um, you know, as parents, we deserve to eat our kids' Halloween candy uh, because we basically do all the work for them. We 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 make their their costumes. We take them out trick or treating when they're when they're when they're little, and we inspect the candy. So you know, it's 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 only fair that we get to eat some of their Halloween candy. And that and it's a home run right. because Halloween candy is awesome. I I guess. Uh, well, you could you could also with your kids being as young as they are, you could like sneak the candy away and they probably won't notice that it's gone well when they're asleep you don't need to sneak anything you just need to <laughs> sit, sit beside the bag of candy and just just grab all the old henry's that you can <laughs> uh well my home run is uh is that uh friday we got our our fourth covid shot um, and so did we we did too and uh my i so far like the last 
bunch. I remember like the my arm feeling like really bruised and and it hurt a lot, but uh, nowhere near as bad this time around. So that was good. What flavor um, did you get? We got we got the Pfizer. Pfizer, yeah. yeah. Um, the 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 question I had about this is that so we we were going to get another COVID shot in July, but we instead we got COVID. Yeah. Um, now, some people I know have gotten uh, a fifth dose in the fall so this is only our fourth shot but does this count as our fifth or our uh our our third booster because uh, we've I've gotten we count. had a a covid we had covid so that gave us some uh some covid in our system for immunity and then we had our booster is does, is that how it works maybe maybe i don't know i i i got covid right as i got my my uh booster three months ago so my doctor said that it basically didn't do anything that's why i had to get get my my booster so recently afterwards but yeah i don't know um well you'll have to you'll have to test that out uh well i'd rather not test it out which uh you know i well actually i guess testing it out would mean uh uh seeing how long i uh seeing if we can avoid getting covid is is that how i, I don't know what the test would involve there I'm not sure. We'll have to we'll have to 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 to, to uh, develop some some hypotheses and 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 we'll have to have some sort of control group. Uh, so either you or Vanessa will have to be a control group. You have to pick. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we're we're not going to get it again. That's uh, that's what I'm going with. You're going to go with that prediction? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, we've gotten like I don't know eight eight different types of colds in the past week. So that's how I, I assume we will get COVID like next week. Oh, who knows? Yes. Uh, well, I think that yeah, that's that's it. We we went through this pretty quick, but that's you know almost as if there's no Blue Jays games to to cover. It's in, almost in as if series. And speaking of speaking of going through quickly, I think I think that now is the time because the season is over. Um, we'll start to go every other week probably for for the podcast. So um, if you're listening to this and expecting a podcast next week, I don't think that there will be one. Yeah, probably not. And um, also, I think we we discussed because I, I've got some a lot of extensive uh, travel probably happening in December. We're probably just going to take uh, take the month off. I guess unless unless there's some big news. Uh, well, I, I don't I, know if I, you'll I'll find someone to I'll talk probably, to. I'll probably do some solo stuff, but uh, yeah, definitely we're going into um, the, uh, the 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 slower hibernation. News. Yeah, we're going into hibernation. Slower news means less baseball talk, so less podcasting and happier wives. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, that's that's it for this week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.